How's it going? Hope you're having a great day. Welcome to the repost of my live stream. If you guys are new here and don't know, I have a YouTube channel where I do a lot of knife making tutorials, but on Sunday I also do a live stream. So this is for all you guys that want to listen on your phone or have other stuff to do. My channel is called Dave Irving Invader Knives. Alright, enough about me. Let's get to the clips. Welcome to the live stream. Whew. Sorry I missed last week, but I just had to get myself better before uh, I got down here and, and got all excited and all crazy and sweaty and all that and made myself sick again. <laughs> After I did my heat treat oven, if you watched my last two videos, it was all on the heat treat oven. Hey, what's up, Loderman? How's your life? Mine's doing pretty good today. <laughs> oh, man. I hope I'm not blowing everyone else. I'm sitting here screaming. Okay. Seems to be pretty good. But anyway, to air out my, uh, my shop, I left a window open. And I forgot about it. So I came down here this morning and I was just like, Burr! And then as I moved and got everything set up and all that, I realized, I was like, oh, it's not too bad in here. Then I went up and got ready and sat down. I came down here. But then as I was sitting here, I was like, man, I better put a jacket on because I'm going to be sitting here ranting and sweating. And then it's probably cold enough just to get me sick again. <laughs> all right. Hey, what's up, Chip? Good to see you. Whew, man, man, man. After missing a week at... It's hard to get back in that cycle, so that's why I just named this Getting Back on Track, because uh, that's what I needed to do. <laughs> so all you guys out there, if you're watching the repost or you're listening on the podcast, Sundays I do a, a, a live stream like this. I missed last week, but usually I do a live stream like that, so if you're watching the repost, make sure to leave comments and all that stuff. If you don't feel like watching, go ahead and check it out on the podcast. All those links will be down below. Usually this is a kind of more about, you know, our passions and what we like to do in life and how we like to develop our passion. Like mine's knife making and stuff like that. And lately I've been getting into cameras and videos. So that's what we like to kind of elaborate on. But yeah, so uh, thanks for showing up and coming and all that. Man, I barely made it. And luckily, uh, my compressor just went off because if you watch that video, I used uh, my compressor and my pneumatic die grinder to hollow out the rest of the lanes on my heat treat oven but i left it plugged in and one minute before the live stream it just kicked off which is actually a blessing because man i jumped about a mile i can imagine if i was sitting here doing this live stream and all of a sudden that thing kicked off i would have been jumping out of my skin <laughs> hey what's up slg foxy how you doing oh i've been trying to adjust the light on here chip chip asked why something looks different Actually, you know what looks different is I'm actually getting the color right instead of using like log profiles and all that. Because the last few videos when I, I started using this camera, I was trying to make it all color perfect and make the colors pop and all that. Which they kind of do now. But, and I got a blue light behind my computer screen that's kind of giving off a thing. Like, look, I'll turn it off. See, that's probably what the nightclub thing is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I haven't been sick in a long time. That sinus infection, it, it wasn't just, you know, sinuses and then it goes into your ear. And I was looking up online and I was like, should I go to the doctor? And, and they say for sinus infections, antibiotics really can't do anything for you. And it's bad to take antibiotics. You know, they wanted to put my mom on antibiotics like permanently. And I was like, no, no. What happens when she gets used to those and, and you start building them up and then they, they don't work anymore? So anyway, 
I was reading online that the best cure for uh, stuff like that is to drink vinegar, like two tablespoons of vinegar. The more I read, it's like good for diabetes and good for losing weight. And I just couldn't believe all the things that vinegar, you know, drinking vinegar. But you have you can't just like pound vinegar. You put two. I, what I do is I've been drinking a lot of berry drinks because I've always had like the sweet tooth and always ate junk food and candy and never ate vegetables or anything. So I started drinking those vegetable juices not like the v8 but like the naked berry farms or whatever it's just like veg uh veggie blasters or, or no wait wait it's called berry blast but i'd also buy like the berry blast with the greens in it because i don't i'll eat like at chinese places i'll eat beef and broccoli that's about my extent of eating vegetables i bought this like raw stuff it's a little bit of powder you put a scoop of powder into your berry drink because man those those drinks are like a liter is like eight bucks so you're buying the different kinds. So I bought like a 30-day supply of this powder, which is supposed to be like probiotics and clean you out. That's been working. But the vinegar, I, you know, I put two tablespoons into like an eight-ounce glass and just chug it. And you don't even taste the vinegar until afterward. Then it's got that tangy kick. But man, I can't believe how good I've been feeling. It, it, you know, the first few days, it's like detoxing your system. So you're a little like, oh. But one thing I noticed... In the last seven or eight days, I haven't bought cookies. I haven't bought candy bars. You know, and that's, as you know, if you guys are watching the live stream, you know I lost my teeth. And a lot of it's because that's all I've always ate is junk food. I have a very high metabolism. And I never, until I hit like 42, I was skinny as a rail. And then all 40 years caught up with me. <laughs> up until like I was like 36, I used to try to get fat. I would say I could just not gain weight, you know, and I, I would eat and eat and all that, but my I'm so high strung. If you're watching this, you could probably tell, you know, I don't do drugs and all that, but I, I bounce off the walls. Hey, what's up, HL, uh, LHI Productions? Thanks for stopping by. Like to see you. <laughs> Good to have you on another one. But anyway, man, I just can't believe the benefits of, of vinegar. You know, it kills all the bacteria. Like, the, the lady that comes and bathes my mom and stuff, she uses a little bit in my mom's bathing water because it helps sterilize the body. And, you know, my mom can't get out of bed. You know, her whole right side's paralyzed. So it's good. People in bed like that usually get bed sores and all that. And she's been in that bed three years or been home three years and doesn't have any bed sores or anything like that. That's a good thing. So the first few days, I'll admit, the vinegar was kind of like, ugh. But now I'm used to it. And it, it's kind of like... Even the berry drinks, when I first started drinking them, I would like, I would drink them and then I'd be like, oh, and I, I'd cringe because my body's not used to good foods and stuff. And it's just like, oh, but now it's like, it makes you feel healthy. Even, even the powder stuff, you get to the point where it's like, man, you knew, you know, you're doing your body good. So it, it, it tastes better. You know, kind of like that thing I talked about a few live streams ago where you see someone that's really hot or really gorgeous. And the more you get to know them, the worse they start looking because their personality comes out. It's kind of like that with taste. It's funny how your senses dictate over time, you know, they change the way your brain thinks and the way your body reacts to them. Hey, what's up, Aaron? I think Bootleg Blades is out uh, golfing. He, he wrote earlier that he's going to go golf and then come on to the live stream. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, I, I'm glad you said you were doing better, man. That makes me happy. I don't like to hear anybody not doing good. Seems like the last couple of weeks were uh, just bad ones, but it's springtime. <laughs> Man, I hate winter. Winter, I don't like cold weather. I don't like 
Summer, give me summer 24 7, you know, 365, I'll take it. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. It's, it's actually one of my topics about the irony of life. Because not last, two weeks ago, the live stream, I was talking about how I didn't really feel motivated and I just didn't feel like doing anything and I was kind of in a rut. And then I was like, and the last thing I think, or like in the middle of the thing, I said, now it's time to pick myself up and, and get back on track. Uh, I was like, all right, you know, I'll get to work. Boom. The next day I wake up sick as a dog. And it's like, it's just funny how life just has this irony of things. It's like, yeah, man, last week I wasn't feeling good, but now everything's going to get great. And bam, life's like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> you're going to do what I say. <sighs> all those, all that uh, raw and, and good stuff is cleaning my system out. So, <laughs> I made sure to bring some tissues, but I definitely feel better. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It might take me a second to get back into this. <laughs> oh, let's see. One of my topics is, uh, lately I've been noticing on a lot of my videos, I'll have to go reference old videos to see what I put in them or stuff, or, or if I want a link. Like this heat treat oven build is a perfect example. I did this heat treat oven, but I, I made a whole playlist and I linked all my old videos in there. And it's funny, it's funny how what you think looks amazing and it's like your best work in three or four months is just like, wow, good Lord. You know, I know that goes back to the whole thing of me always saying, you guys got to start making videos and upload them just to watch for yourself. But it's amazing. Even like when I started doing B-roll, I was like, man, this stuff is amazing, man. Oh, man, it's like my best work, man. I'm so proud of it. Now I look back and it's like, Whew, man, that stuff is bad. <laughs> but it, it just shows how progression changes, and, and you don't even realize it until you go a few months and then look back. You know, even some of my knives and all that, they look good, and it's like, wow, you know, those look pretty good. But, man, what I've learned since then, I, I've just progressed so much more. But then there's the other side of that, where it's like you start getting to a point where you think you're, better or, or you're so good you don't have to improve you get that complacent i had a cleaning lady come in here and clean this whole place and i can't find my fog wipes so i'm going to be taking my glasses off every five minutes and cleaning them <laughs> that's one thing about hiring people to clean for you you lose everything i can't find half of the things like the, um, the uh deflectors for my lights and all that i have no idea where i don't know if she put them somewhere or if i took them out and put them somewhere so she wouldn't mess with them but either way, I can't find them. <laughs> Chip says he loves spring. It's like everything coming to life. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Something about winter is just depressing. I think I talked about that in that last three, two weeks ago. It's like the winter blues. It's just something about winter is just depressing. I guess it's no color, no life. Hopefully that's all behind us now. I mean, we still get depressed in the summer and spring. But then you can go outside and make it all better. <laughs> yeah, man. Oof. Chip says it's like death. Well, it is. You know, I listen to a lot of metal and a lot of uh, hardcore music. And if you listen, like all the goth stuff, it's all winter trees. All the trees are dead and out in the snow, you know, like all that Swedish black metal and stuff like that. <laughs> and that's why, man, it's all related Everything's dead and looks dead. <laughs> so you're right on there, Chip. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, little tangent going off of the rant. 
the, the getting back to complacency. When you're first starting out, there's that balance, and, I, and I've talked about balance all the time. Sometimes you do things that are amazing, and and you you get on to a point where you forget those because you've moved on and, and learned how how your setup works. And I go and I put this on, and I grind this way, and I hold it this way, and I do this way. But when you're learning. You're always trying new things because you want to make yourself better. And you're trying to, because man, there's a few things I went back and I was watching this video. This is like, man, why don't I do that anymore? That was a great idea. But I've gotten to the point where I'm so stuck in one mode or, or got my way set to how I like to do things that I forget about a lot of the things that I learned or was trying out and that actually worked. Everyone that's been here for a while, I know it's redundant, but if you're starting out, it doesn't matter what your passion is. Videotape it. Videotape yourself learning how to do it. Not even for tutorials, not even for anything. Just for yourself, if nothing else. And, and like I said before, when you upload them to YouTube because that's free space. YouTube is free. You go out and buy hard drives and stuff like that, it starts costing, you know, four gigs is like a hundred bucks. But man, you never know what you're going to learn and then forget. So I might even just go back and look at some of my old videos just for that alone. Oh, man. I'm always analyzing the way I do things and stuff like that and, and trying to figure out my weak points to make them into my stronger points and to like capitalize on my stronger points. But one thing I started realizing I've been doing a lot lately is putting things off till I get something I think I need. Like, oh, I want to make this knife, but I need this steel. So I have to order it. So I can't start making this knife till that steel comes in. I mean, that's not what happened, but it's kind of an example. Or, like, finishing my heat treat oven. I, I, went a whole, I, I want to redo my big oven because I bought new elements, the big elements, but I bought new bricks. So I'm going to take that whole thing apart, make new lanes, and see if the bigger elements make it faster in there. So instead of finishing electronics and all that, I'm, I'm going to, like, oh, I got to wait till Tuesday when the bricks come, and then I can get everything finished at once. I mean, that's kind of an example, but... It's just weird. I don't know why I started doing that. It's like I'm putting things off just because I got something coming in the mail or I have to wait for something. So instead of working on what I can, it's like, oh, I'll just wait till that comes. And I've caught myself doing it a lot lately with all these handles and, and knives and stuff like that. Which, by the way, the reason I got this sandpaper, uh, this sandpaper, now I'm talking dyslexic. The reason I've got this knife up here I'm horrible at swedges. Now, if I sit there and mess with this swedge anymore, sorry for all the people on the podcast, this swedge right here, I can't do swedges, and they always come out with facets in it. You can see there's a big facet right here. Instead of sitting there on my grinder and trying to fix it and making it worse, what I'm going to do is try to hand sand that facet out, get it up to like 600 grit, and then put it back on like a, a trizac. Because I like grind lines. I want to get that facet out. I figure the best way to do it is the hand sand and get that facet out hand sand because if I sit there on my grinder it's just going to make it worse that's why this is here all right next topic oh handling bad situations this was a couple weeks ago uh, you know I have to buy mom's medication every month well for some reason they shorted us like a week's worth of pills now I go in there all the time and if, if you guys listened in December they almost charged me $400 for her $24 medication and I could have blown up and was like, oh, I'm not paying $400, that's 16 times more, and, and freaked out about it. But I was nice about it, and, I, you know, it's like, is there anything we can do? Can you look it up and you check? And after they checked, it was a glitch in the computer, and I got the money. 
So I handled that situation pretty good. Now, when I came in with her pills a week, you know, a short a week, I could have gone in and, oh man, you guys shorted us pills. You owe me these pills. But I went up and I was like, I think, you know, handle it decently. And they gave me the pills without even a second question. And it made me think, you know, a lot. I see a lot of people that, that don't realize that these pharmacists, these cashiers, they're just doing a job. They're not some kind of, uh, what's the word? They're not an authority figure or they're not any different. Even like police and stuff like that. We're all human and we all have, we all make mistakes and stuff like that. And, and reacting to things really bad only makes it escalate and makes it work. Oh, what's up, man? Say, I mean, say hello to the wife for us. It made me realize people remember bad things. And that's one thing about human instinct and about just the way we work as humans. You can do a thousand good things, but if you do one thing that's bad, that's what people remember. People don't remember the good things. People only remember you for the bad things. And so if I would have freaked out and made it hard for him in December and, and oh, you have to make this and then could have came in there and they've been like, oh, wait, we're, we're going to count these. We got to go through our stocks. We got to go through our inventory. You're going to have to come back or wait. Handling things in a bad way only makes it escalate because that's how people react. People don't react to threats and, and telling them what to do or, or blowing up and getting angry at them. It's like negativity causes more negativity. It really made me think, I was like, wow, you know, they just, I went in there, I told them, hey, I think this is short, and they didn't even question it. It made me realize, wow, I wonder, and it was the same lady from December that helped me out. It's just the way you gotta handle things in life. And I get it, there's been plenty of times where, usually if, if something gets me that angry, I'll walk away before I open my mouth and then give it 10, 15 minutes to come back. I'm a pretty easygoing person, so to get me angry or get me upset is a pretty hard thing to do. But when I click that, it's like a switch. And that's when I know I have to walk away because I'll, I'll, I'll freak out. I'll start crying and, and blaming and, and just, ah, you know, like an attack dog. And I can't believe you're doing this, ah. It's always best if you if you feel yourself getting in that situation, man. Walk away. I can't. Cesare says, uh, man, I'm no good with names, but hey, what's up? <laughs> Haven't seen you in a live stream before. Welcome. That's one thing with names. Even people I've known for a while, I'm horrible with names. Mess people's names up all the time, and I feel bad. Even words. Like, I'll be riding with my friend, and I'll say something. He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you know what I'm trying to say. And I have to go into a 10-minute explanation. And he's like, oh, you don't mean that word. You mean this word. And it's like, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> you know I'm horrible with names. <laughs> oh, man. Shoo-wee. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> I didn't even realize today was St. Patty's Day until uh, about two hours ago. My mom is uh, Irish and German, and my dad was Irish and English. I'm mostly Irish myself. My mom's maiden name was McCoy. I think I said that before when I talked about the Civil War and my great-grandfather fighting in the Civil War and stuff like that. From Poland. I wish I knew how to pronounce it. It's Cesary? 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 C-E-Z-A-R-Y. I'm, I'm horrible with names. That's awesome. Man, I, I love it when I see new people come from all over the world. Les, 
He's usually here. Les is in Australia, so he usually watches later and comments later. And then there's Rhino54 from France. Michael Tussin, I think is his name, from Germany. It's awesome to see you guys coming from around the world. Awesome, awesome. Shotgun Sam23. Sup? What's up, man? What's up? Welcome. <laughs> man, got a few new people in here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> nice. Always glad to see new faces. Hope you stick around for a while. Try to build this community. If you're a knife maker and stuff, then we try to help each other out as much as possible. And if you're into the YouTube thing and all that, or, or want to find your passion, talk about all that. You know, if you guys got questions, I'll try my best to answer them. I'm not a know-it-all, but if I can't answer, I'm sure someone watching will try to help too. Because Chip said that a couple weeks ago. Why don't you do Q&As? Well, you guys got questions, ask them. <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys, I wasn't sure how um, good this live stream was going to go, so I left a lot of topics for next week. I got really good topics and stuff for next week. I just put down a few, because last week I was so into the heat treat oven that I wasn't really thinking about topics for the live stream and all that. Plus, I missed last week and all that. I was kind of out of it. But my last one is, you never know where inspiration will come from. What type of steel do I use? High carbon steels, stainless steels. Let's see. If I can do this without knocking everything down. The highest I've got, like this, this is an old blade I still haven't finished over like a year. This is CPM 354, uh, CPM 154, excuse me. I use a lot of ABL. This is like 1084. This is 52100. I do a lot of 1095s. Anything I can get my hands on and learn how to use, the better. Oh, do I travel? Oh, uh, right now, I can't travel because I have to take care of my mom. She, she had a stroke three years ago. But growing up, I traveled a lot. As a kid, I said, I talked about this before. My parents always had an RV and stuff, so I was on the road most of my teenage years. But I would love to travel to Europe or, you know, Germany. My old drummer from my old band was German, and I used to love Listen to them talking. Something about Germany I've always been attracted to. I'd love to go to Germany. Or the UK, Europe, any of that stuff. Europe would be, man. That's one thing about living in America. Our history as a whole is like, you know what, 400 years old. You know I mean? You got the native Indians and all that stuff. But like, most of that stuff was wiped out by us. But man, to go to a place like Europe or... or Asia, any of those places, man, just to walk in the history, Rome, phew, man, Egypt and Rome, my best friend, he's always talking about Egypt and Rome, he got me really into it, just to, just to walk on places that have so much history, oh, Chip, you got that 1084, good, yeah, 1084 is real easy to heat treat, 1084 is the easiest steel to heat treat, I will, I would love to travel, when my mom, you know, my mom's 88 years old, but, you know, her family lived into the 90s, but with her stroke and all that, you know, I know that's why it's so important for me to get working and all that and build all this stuff up because I know that time's coming soon. So maybe I would travel for the first couple months after that, but I would love to go to Europe. It would probably be my number one choice. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I've been to like Canada. That's about, you know, we used to go to like, Niagara Falls and stuff like that, but that's about it. I've never, I've only been on an airplane once, and that's when I went to the beach and uh, got strep throat and all that, and I had to take a plane from the beach back home. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, Chip. Chip said I'm going to have to try that torch video again. I plan on it. I definitely plan on it. It's one of my priorities now that it's starting to get warmer. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Understand a little bit of my statements. Well, you're doing better than me because uh, if I tried to, I tried to learn German. I tried to learn German for like three years on the internet and it took me forever to try to learn German and I still can't, I can't, I can read it. If I go on, like I used to follow, I follow a lot of people like Instagram and stuff like that. When they make a short sentence, I can read it. But it takes me a long time. I can't speak it. I can't understand. I can understand it a little bit. But man, I love the German language. Yeah. So any people that know how to speak more language than one or two, man, my hat's off to you. It's, it's hard learning another language. <laughs> yeah, see that facet's coming out. Man, nice. So, last topic. <laughs> I think I started and then got off track. But that's okay. Speak. I can't speak German. <laughs> I'd like to. <laughs> I'm glad I wore this jacket. I would have been in here sweating and freezing, sweating and freezing. Got sick all over again. But the last topic is uh, you never know where your inspiration is going to come from. It's one thing I've been learning a lot lately. Because sometimes, I, like I've said earlier, I'm a very high-strung person. Sleeping, I, if I'm lucky, I sleep five hours a night. That's that's when I'm lucky. And say, say I only sleep, say like I slept three hours last night. And I'm completely tired and I stay up and it's like 8 o'clock at night and I sleep for one hour, I'm up the rest of the night. Turning my brain off and stuff like that is a hard thing to do. So lately I've been listening to like podcasts because sometimes I watch videos, but then I get interested in it and I turn around and I have to watch what I'm hearing. Ooh, man. <laughs> the guy from Poland, I wish I could say your name. He just wrote something out in Polish. I'll have to get Google Translate and come back and see what that says. <laughs> yes, Shotgun uh, Sam 23 says German and English are very similar. They are. The hardest part though about German, there's a lot of, I think it's predicates, like uh, the. It's like das, der, and I'm saying this wrong, I know, but they're like, they're also like male and female based. There's a lot of, and a lot of words they'll put, instead of the word starting, the syllables at the end of the word, but they are very similar. That's that's another reason I chose German because it is. Like instead of and, it's und, you know, stuff like that. But it's still, at 40 years old, trying to learn a new language. <laughs> Actually, this Polish, I think I can make out it says Spoko Content Task Polish. So it's something content, probably something content that's Polish. I don't know what Pradasis... <laughs> P-R-O-W-A-D-S, uh, P-R-O-W-A-D-Z-I-S-Z, Spoko Content Task Polish. I have to figure out what that first word is. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you. The, the guy from Poland just said I have cool content. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, especially since I've been uploading these live streams as podcasts, and it really helps me because I can turn the TV, you know, I can turn the podcast on on the computer because I do everything on the computer. I don't even really watch TV anymore. I'll turn it on, you know, turn it to a low setting, turn all my monitors off. That way it's dark, and I've actually been falling asleep. It's crazy because if you guys have been here, you know, I, I at first I didn't like Casey Neistat. Now I'm just like consumed with his content. So him and his wife do a podcast 
and it, it, it's it's awesome because what he puts on video and his vlogs and stuff like that is an edited version of who he is and who his family is. But the podcast goes in depth about, you know, man, he gets overwhelmed with this. Or, or sometimes he gets, he can't do things because he, he, his priorities are messed up. And, and it's like, wow, you know, these people who I'm watching and think they have this perfect life, they have big problems too. Even though he's got 10 million subscribers and probably one of the biggest YouTubers, they have family problems too or, or life problems, stuff like that. It, it's so inspirational. And that's something, as a knife maker and, and someone, I, I would have never thought I would get inspiration from. But just to know, hey, here's my problems, and, and even though you see this on YouTube and this is how it is, this is what life is really about. And it makes you realize, wow, we all have to go through these things, and we all have to figure out ways to come out on top or, or to make our lives better. And I get a lot of inspiration from that. Seeing how other people deal with their lives and make their lives better, even if it's only a little bit. We all have trauma, and we all have sadness in our life, and we all have happiness, hopefully. It's just finding that happiness for a lot of people is so hard. And, and I know, because I went years, years and years, I've talked about this before, you know, I've always been a positive person. If I'm talking to people, I'm around people, whatever, I'm very positive. But that doesn't mean I was happy. There's a big difference between a, being a positive person and having real happiness. Finding anything we can in life to be happy, man, even if it's just for one minute or one ten minutes, you know, that's why movies and, and video and, and YouTubers become so popular. Because we can step out of our lives and see happiness in other people. But that's also become a big problem with social media and all that stuff. How many years have I been on YouTube? Uh, like one, one and a half. Well, I used to do my music years ago. But then I've only been doing knives like one and a half, two years. I think, what was it? Last November, I just passed the one year of making videos. So... You know, about a year and what, five months or something like that? It's been a huge learning curve. I'm the kind of person that once I get, like I say, I'm, I'm very OCD and stuff. So once I get involved in something, man, I just go full blast into it. And I want to know everything about it. <laughs> and that's why I started doing these live streams to, to help other people hopefully find that passion. Find what makes them happy and anything to make this world better. Because... When you're a miserable person, all you want to do is make make other people miserable. And it's hard to get out of that loop. In fact, when I was sick, you know, that's another reason I didn't do the live stream last week. When I was sick, I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to get better. And when you don't do anything, it just turns into not doing anything more. And, and procrastination and, oh, I'll do this later. And getting in that funk and, and just, oh, man. It was horrible. I had to like literally force myself to come down here just to do something. And I, I'll be honest, a lot of it was I knew the shop was what made me sick. And, you know, I cleaned up some. And I had my respirator on. But, you know, I, I had that fear building up, which I'm glad I realized because I this stuff makes me happy. If if I would have let that fear conquer me, I would I could have stopped making knives, stopped doing live streams, stopped doing YouTubes. Because, you know, I got sick from down in here. 
And that's back to that topic of waiting for things to come. You know, I knew I had a cleaning lady coming last Tuesday. And I was like, oh, well, I better not go down in the shop till Tuesday until she cleans it. And, and you know, that was part of the problem. Just letting my fears overcome me. But the big thing is I knew I wasn't back to 100%. I was down in, I, so what I, you know, I did that, the camera video and stuff like that. Stuff where I knew I wouldn't be kicking up a lot of dust. At least I got some content out. But that's the only time I came down in the shop last week. It's just to shoot those two videos. Phew. <laughs> we made it to 40 minutes. <laughs> that's always my goal, to try to hit the 40-minute mark. <laughs> but we got that fast out. That's nice. <laughs> so I think I, I just wanted to make sure, I wanted to get back in the swing of things to come here and do this, get this all going, and get back in the swing of things. I got a lot of good topics for next week, and... I'll, I'll, I'll even give you a spoiler since it's at the end. If you guys have made it this far, it's called uh, Why Work When You Got So Many Excuses or, or something like that. Why Work When You Have Excuses. <laughs> yeah, man. What a great topic. Why Work When You Have Excuses. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Thanks, everybody. Man, it's good to see a whole bunch of new faces. All you guys that have been around here. I guess Bootleg Blades is uh, out golfing. Oh, Actually, I'll, I'll, that will be my last topic. When I was a kid, I used to like to fish a lot. And we found the best place to go fishing was at a golf course. Now, you can't go in the sun, you know, when it's sunny out. But when it's pouring down rain, if you put your, you know, your rain gear on and you take your fishing pole. Because, you know, at golf courses, the lakes are usually only a block long or whatever. Every cast, I mean, we were pulling bass out, like 15-inch bass, like two, three-pound bass. Now, you can't eat them with all the chemicals and stuff they put in the grass to make it look good. But, man, it is some of the best fishing. You know, if you're not a good fisherman, man, you just cast it out, try all your different techniques, man. You'll just pull out these huge fish. Because, you know, no one ever fishes on golf courses. But like I say, if you go there when it's a nice day out, they'll kick you right out. And you might even get trespassing charges and all that. Oh, thanks, Chip. I missed that. <laughs> so what the, the guy from Poland was saying is, you have cool content. The Spoko Content Task Polish. Huh. Nice, nice, nice. I got the content word, right? <laughs> I thought Spoko was spoke. But, hey, I got one word out of, what, five. So, <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, then he said, I don't know. I'll have to go look it up. I'm trying to read the comments. So it might have been what he translated. I know the one word's content, but <laughs> so maybe it wasn't. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Like fishing and you like catching big fish? On a rainy day, go out on a golf course, man. Just, you have to be respectful because... You can get trespassing charges. And like I said, I was kids, so this was 30 years ago we did it. But that means the fish probably got bigger. <laughs> All right. So I think that's about it. Uh, if you're watching the repost, I'll have links up above to my website with shirts like this. On the podcast, I don't know how to put links up, but if you go to my website, DaveIrving.com, or if you just type in uh, Dave Irving Evader Knives, a whole bunch of stuff comes up. Appreciate all the support. It's been a good getting back on the swing of things and all that. Hope everyone's having a great weekend. Let's have a great week. Hope to see you in the next couple videos and then, or at least on the next live stream. All you new guys showing up, thanks. I, I'm repeating myself, but 
man, I always love seeing new people. And, and the guys that have been here forever, man, that just drives this whole thing. That's where I find inspiration from. <laughs> so thanks again. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. And as always, take it easy.